Everybody, welcome back to the Dual Screens Crossplay Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Stephen Fontana, and with me, as always, he's in the other box, but you can't keep him in a box. He's Andy Asimakis. How are you, Andy? I just want to say at the oh. onset, this is not like an Alex Trebek situation. Yeah. Taylor's still alive. We had Kyle on. We're not auditioning for new replacements. Yeah. We had Kyle, then now <laughs> Nano. I feel like we're trying to fill in the void, but Taylor is very much alive. <laughs> I want some new voices, you know what I mean? Ta- actually, uh, Taylor did uh, some Patreon bonus content with us. Go he check did. out uh, patreon.com slash NDS podcast. You know what? Let's get into that. First, let's introduce our guest host. He is the nanobiologist. And you can, Hello. I mean, honestly, if you don't know who he is, you're an idiot. Nano, tell the people right off the bat, because I think what you do on your TikTok mm-hmm. is particularly fantastic. Tell everybody what you do over there. So I make minute long recaps of video game reviews and game news it's Mm -hmm. my nanosecond news nanosecond reviews series and it's been a lot of fun doing that just making it more condensed and for the younger generation who Mm -hmm. has a much shorter attention span and lives off of youtube shorts and tiktoks where everything is a minute or less you gotta get it boom bing bang boom you're out so i have been adapting my content to match the new way the new generation younger generations consume content yeah and it just so happened that it fits your name the whole now yeah, exactly thing. so like it worked out really well <laughs> yeah that's like a marriage made in heaven it's fucking great i love it um but yeah i think what you're doing is great and we'll we'll let you pitch you know where everybody could follow you and all that fun stuff mm-hmm. a little bit later on but folks if you're just stumbling in, in here like a drunk uncle on christmas day this is the Dual Screens Crossplay Podcast, the internet's number one video game news podcast starring people you've probably never heard of, mm-hmm. most likely. The show posts each and every Tuesday for your listening pleasure on your podcast like service that. of choice. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Including our home, podbean.com. And folks, we have a little bit of news. We have officially begun migrating away from a uh, proven gamer who used to host us on some platforms, mostly because they just had it already and it was more of a pain in the ass to kind of recertify for spotify turns out no it wasn't spotify took us in two days yeah that was really fast that it, was like, it happened very quickly so i was a, i was lied to yeah so <laughs> if you are listening on our original spotify feed search for dual screens podcasts again there's going to be a second feed subscribe over there because the other one will disappear in about three weeks um they're, they're given they're gracious enough to give us three weeks so we're also going to be doing that for uh Apple Podcasts, Google Play, uh, I forget the other one, Pod, Pod FM or something like that. I forget what it's called. But there's a couple of others that you're going to start seeing us pop up on. But of course, you could also watch this live as we're recording it on twitch.tv slash dual screen streams. Just like everyone in the chat right now. We love everybody that's here right now supporting us. You could read that down below. If you're watching on YouTube later, 24 hours after it goes live, 
we will then post the video version of the podcast on youtube.com slash dual screens TV. So please head over there, give us a subscription, hit the thumbs up, leave us comments, let us know what you want us to talk about and all that fun stuff. And if you really want to support us and give us like a dollar, I mean, your dollar goes far. If you go to patreon.com slash NDS podcast, just like our three Patreon producers, Vegas Girl on Fire, Colton the Apprentice Nestler, and FNH Paul. We cannot continue to grow without all of your support. So thank you so much for supporting us in that. And there's a ton of bonus content out there for you um, to enjoy. Let's, let's just dive right into the show here with everybody's favorite segment and favorite t-shirt. The Adventures in Gaming, 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 Gaming. Nano, let's start Hi. with you, man. What have you been playing? Ooh, so I dove right into the new Assassin's Creed DLC, Wrath of the Druids, oh. and boy, is it good. I love it. It has brought back a lot of the old features from older Assassin's Creed games into the new generation, like mission objectives for or optional objectives for doing contracts. Contracts are back as well. There's more town building in different ways. There's trading. They have added a lot of stuff into this DLC, and it's I'm like maybe 15 hours in, and I'm done just about everything in it. Still have a little bit more to go in the story, and some achievements left. But yeah, I think it's amazing, and I can't wait to see what they do with more DLC in the future. You're a huge uh, AC fan, right? Like you're, you're huge. Yeah, I've like all of last year I streamed every Assassin's Creed to 100% them before Valhalla came out. Yeah. And Damn. I'm keeping up with that with the new games too. So you you have a, a lot. You have a certain dedication. dedication. No, dude, you don't have. <laughs> you have no idea the the dedication that you have when you commit to, for the lack of a better term, a bit. Like your your mm-hmm. your shtick. For I know you did the Kingdom Hearts thing for a little while. Yep. Um, I mean, you you just you go for it, <laughs> and I admire that quite a bit. Um, I have the attention span of a goldfish. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> with the fact that you're able to do that shit is awesome. Sure. What else you've been playing? I, I mean, I have a very short attention span as well. That's why I focus on a game until I get every achievement. Because if I go away for a minute, I will forget that game entirely. Yeah. Like, I still need to get back to the new, the latest um, um, Immortals Phoenix Rising DLC. Mm. Like the top-down oh, one. That exists. Yeah, I yeah Lost Gods. One. It's mm-hmm. fun. It's just I need to get back into it and beat it so that I can finally beat all of Immortals Phoenix Rising. What's it like finishing video games? It's something. Oh, I know. <laughs> it's an experience. Yeah. You see a lot of names in the end. Yeah, that's that's cool. What else you playing? Uh, played Resident Evil 8 five times. I'm sorry, what? What? <laughs> I beat it five times already since it came out to get all the achievements in it. How long is this Definitely. game? Fucking two hours long? The first playthrough took nine, ten hours, and then after that, each playthrough took two three hours just at all once once you get the gun upgrades because all your okay. progress carries over to the subsequent saves mm-hmm. and you start unlocking mm-hmm. unlimited ammo for guns you start unlocking all these other upgrades it Love becomes it. easier and easier mm-hmm. there's just one part that i wish they just let you skip because it's a part where it's always scary no matter what playthrough you're on <laughs> it is an infamous part of the game where everybody says it's the creepiest and scariest thing in a oh, Resident Evil game. It's like the PT part of the game I've been reading. It's yes. Like, it's like ultra scary. No I can't, action yes. shit I can't whatsoever. wait. My community shitting the bed, though. I told you that to get there. They got 20 <laughs> yeah. days to get me to play that game. 20 days. That's it. 
I need, I need your quarter you of a must, million bat points. You have to see him play through this part because it's terrifying. You don't have any weapons. It's basically a horror escape room. Nope. I hate that. Ew. They make you do that in seven with the with the birthday party. Yeah, it's like seven, but scarier. Yeah. Oh boy. I don't like that. It's it like pretty scary. Uh, and I see some <laughs> wow, speaking of franchises, I also see you're <laughs> diving into Final Fantasy 14. Not diving in. I've been playing that game. Mm. I've been playing it off and on for whenever a new patch comes out. Uh-huh. That and World of Warcraft will forever be in my repertoire of games that I right. currently play. Right. Now, Just, let, let me ask you this, though. Yeah. I don't mean to cut you off, but let me ask you this. Is it because you have to have something more obvious to show that you're a huge fucking nerd? Or, <laughs> or, or is it that, you know, because I actually, full disclosure, I launch when it came out like garbage played it yeah, the base game the re the reborn played it did it did the ps3 to ps4 upgrade i played it last year at pax before the plague hit um we did oh, you, did you do the ruby weapon challenge we lost PAX? horribly it didn't did not get go, that shirt. It did not go well we did not get that shirt <laughs> my team beat it so you know how it like cuts you off at a certain point mm-hmm. like the boss will kill you no matter what uh-huh. you don't kill it fast enough yeah my team beat it as it was the screen was going dark like it was about to kill us off and we beat it Damn. on our last try oh that's fantastic yeah we have a friend <laughs> that tried to groom us and gave us a crash course in because i haven't played in years in final fantasy 14 mm-hmm. for like two weeks it was like okay here's how you do this here's how you do this here's how you do this mm-hmm. and we're like and you're like okay now you're gonna get the level skip you're gonna start at 70 and then we're just gonna do this mm-hmm. and i'm like i don't know what the fuck is going on <laughs> yeah. i have no clue what's happening in this video game get right it. now not a clue like but i will say it's a gorgeous video game and it and it's fantastic so how, it's, what have you been doing right now what's what's the current patch current situation in the game i've been doing the latest patch content after the end of shadowbringers which Shadowbringers is still one of the best pieces of content for a Final Fantasy series. Mm-hmm. The music is beautiful. The world is beautiful. The, everything about it is so much fun and awesome. This latest stuff is dealing with going back to what's happening on the main planet because in this, in the DLC, you go to basically another alternate universe. Yeah, yeah. But in this universe, light wins and it's showing like what the consequences are of losing a balance, which is really cool to see. Oh, because the whole game is you being the war champion or warrior of light and fighting the darkness. And it's saying, okay, what happens if the warriors of light win and light takes oh. over and ends up being poisonous and kills the world? Oh, my like touches. Oh, I it. like this. Yeah. So oh. you being the warrior of light, oh. you're the only thing that can fight the light and absorb it oh. healthily and saving the world from light. So you become basically a warrior of darkness through light. Andy. I'm into that. I'm into that. It legitimately confuses me as to mm-hmm, why mm-hmm. this isn't the game you play every single day of your life. Like, no. <laughs> you it, love, it, really, it, it really shouldn't. You love Final Fantasy. It's I do. great storytelling. Do. Like the writing in, in, in the, mm-hmm. the art, the MMO is fantastic. It's beautiful. There's too many systems. It's a little overwhelming for me. It's honestly, you can ignore systems and just play it as a normal single player game if you want to. Yeah, you can play it like FF12. I don't have a. I got a big. I'm not, I'm not a big brain person. No, you, you just like you just like to play. <laughs> I can just I can just tap X. That's that's the most I can do. Yeah, you like to play a, a bunch of other stuff too. And, and I play. I, it's 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 not weird enough for me. It's not not weird. It's, 
play a little bit more and it'll get weird for you. Trust yeah, it'd me. It'd be weird. It, it, goes out it does there. get a little weird. Sorry and if my plus, microphone was too far. The next expansion, we're going to the moon. So how fucking moon, Andy? You Final Fantasy fourteen and Dogecoin, baby. <laughs> going to the moon. All right, folks. Now it's time for a minute of Apex Legends. Game is great, but it, well, wait, need... wait, wait. <laughs> uh, wait, hold on, hold on. You're right. I just skipped both of us. I, I didn't just. I didn't just skip you, Andy. I skipped both of us. What is this? Um. Okay, well, I'm going to go into what, I'm, what I've been playing, you do, and you then do. I'll kick to you, because Apex do. is one of the things I've been playing, and man, game so is great. This will be your minute. Go. They need to... I'm not, I'm not going to be less than a minute. Yeah. I love the new Legend. I think she's great. Uh, mm -hmm. I'm playing mm -hmm. really well with her. I love the new Arenas mode. I think it's a great way to, to break up your if you're having a shitty time in Battle Royale. Mm -hmm. They need to fix the normal shit in the game that's been broken since, like, Season 2. Like, please, stop rebalancing shit that doesn't need to be balanced stop and just fix glitches fix the audio give us give us an entire six months where you don't put anything into the game other than like recycled game modes don't put anything new just focus on fixing it that's all i ask and that's been a minute of apex legends um i, I <laughs> i've been playing hero factory on my phone <laughs> have you guys heard of all hero right. factory this, this is where the podcast no. ends I mean, it's one of those simple, like, it plays itself kind of games where you're just like, like, you know, those like adventure capitalist games. You ever see those or like adventure or adventure mm. communist games anyway, but it's really cute. Adventure communist. Yes. There's I a can? communist one. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Oh, I need but to this. I, so I just, I was like, oh, this looks really cute. So, so I, I played it. Like? It's basically, you just watch numbers go up. It's numbers okay. going up the game. It's like. Mm -hmm. How how do we get people addicted to a video game? This is how you do it. You just make mm -hmm. numbers go up. Um, I mean, it clearly has a wall at the end if you don't pay money. It's like shitty like that. But it's really adorable, and I think the devs put a, uh, you know, a lot of work into that charm. So I just wanted to give that game a shout-out because it's pretty fun. I, I, I enjoy it. Um, I don't know how long I'll enjoy it, but, but, I, but I'm enjoying it for now. Um, what the hell else, man? I got back into Fortnite. Ooh, okay. Um, it's been years since uh -huh. I played Fortnite. When it came out on the Switch, that was the last time I played Fortnite. But I got back into Fortnite because of one Miss Envy. It's because the Batman we spoke about skin. this last week. Yes, it was the Batman skin. skin. Well, mm. the Batman skin was part of it, but the other part is, I feel like Fortnite is a different kind of anxiety that I welcome. Like <laughs> Apex is adrenaline fueled like go 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 fortnite mm. is more like la -dee -dee -dee. fortnite is the farmville of battle royale games yeah. you <laughs> that, know I that's played, what it is i played fortnite twice i never got a lot -dee 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 feeling from that game it's whatsoever. well <laughs> yeah i mean you know it's it's fun and then you'll every once in a while you'll meet somebody and you'll shoot them or they'll shoot you and you're just like okay I'm let's do it again it. let's do it again that's, exactly that's it that's it but I but I enjoy it and I and I and I do appreciate uh, Miss Envy pulling me by my ear into the world of Fortnite and making mm -hmm. me spend twenty dollars on Batman. Um, mm -hmm. she didn't make me do that. I did that voluntarily and I loved it because I love Batman. Every time he, I said this last time, but every time he shoot opens his parachute yeah, thingy, yeah. Mm -hmm. little bats fly out. Bats. And it's like That's really it's really cute. cool. It's oh really cool, bats. and I love it. And he's missing a sleeve, and it's pretty cool. It's dope. Um. <laughs> What the hell else am I been playing? I don't know. Andy, you take it over. What are you playing? Uh, I've been playing a night in the woods. Why? 
Oh no, I was actually in the woods for many nights. That's oh, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Sounds spooky. Um, Sounds really. Yeah, I was in the woods, but no I, had, I, I had the switch with me, uh-huh. and I finished not one, but two games. Oh, do tell. Blaster Master Zero Great One game. and Two. Great games. So good. So good. The second one's weird. I don't. I don't know about the second one because I still didn't There's beat the first like one. A bunch but I love the first people one. That like make you go gather golden coins and fruit and herbs. Okay. I'm like this is this is weird for Blaster Master. It has like oh. deep lore and shit. I mean, but uh, is yeah, short games. Really short games. How define like a, short? Uh, I finished one game. I was like three levels deep in the first one. I was like, why did I stop playing this? And then I resumed. I beat like in an hour. Okay, that's kind of fast. Then I started part two. I beat like you know, I want to say one sitting. Oh, hundred percent the whole thing. Wow. Yeah. Look at you. And I was like, oh, okay. My brain doesn't work and like then that. I, and, then I play, and then I played some Galgan Returns on my Switch because I'm a disgusting pervy man sometimes. It's true. <laughs> God. But that's good. That's I, I mean, get, getting through the back <laughs> backlog is good, right? Yeah, yeah. I so attacked it hard this Maybe week. I need to go away in the woods and just bring my Switch with me. You know, it's not a bad idea. Not a bad idea. But I like I like sometimes. being out in the in the well, unless there's ticks, which you had a lot of problems with. Oh dear God! Is that a game I can play? Tick Finder. I played that too this weekend. Yeah, that's poor dog got like ticked all over. That's horrible. Uh, any of them get that. in there? Any of them get like uh, in the skin? One, one. Oh, I hate it. This is this is kind of gross. But I'll say I'll say it really fast. I hate it. So like a bunch were like kind of like on him, like hanging out, it was like along for the ride. Mm-hmm. But not like, and you you can't even brush them off. No, they like cling on with dear life. You have to grab them with tweezers. Like an ex boyfriend that just can't take no for an can't answer. Can't take no, you bastards. Talking, talking to Keep you, Pedro. Walking. So anyway, Pedro, you suck. I found one in his armpit <gasps> that had been a, very clearly feasting for at least a couple hours. It was like engorged, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Ah, shit!" And I yanked that fucker right out. The whole thing, thankfully, head and all, because you could like pull it out and like leave it'll the break. head in there. Yeah, it'll yeah, break. yeah. Whoo! So. He's good. I gave him a little like tick shampoo bath today. Nothing else came out, so I guess he was like get his blood oh, work done. Rid- oh yeah. Well, the the bad thing is that takes months to register. Okay. If he has anything, it's like well, if he has a disease, you have to wait like four or five months and see if he starts having signs of paralysis. A lot of great games. And, and then you bring him in. You're playing right there. All right. Let's uh yeah. Let's we have breaking the, news let's to go start. With the news. Before we get into the indie news report, we have breaking news from Nintendo of America presented by Buzz in the chat. Super NES Switch Online, Nintendo Switch Online mm. is getting four new games uh, mm. on 526. Super Baseball Simulator 1000. Yes, game's fucking great. Caveman Ninja, also known as Joe and Mac. Magical Drop 2 and Spanky's Quest. I was playing Spanky's Quest last night. I'm sure you were. <laughs> I'm sure you were. And NES is getting Ninja Jajumaru-kun. That's a game with a name. Ninja ja- Jajumaru-kun. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Any guesses of what, what kind of game that is? Sounds RPG-ish. Sounds like a precursor to Ninja Gaiden in some way. Jajumaru. I'm thinking it's like some sort of, I don't know, puzzle game maybe? I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't. I don't know. I don't know the answer to this question. But anyway, those are games coming out. Now, really quickly, Andy, take us into the Indie News uh, update. We have some some stuff to oh, yeah. update everybody on. There's like cool a stuff. game I read. Well, here's the first thing. 
this is like it's non-news news okay there shall be no hollow knight silk song news at e3 this year thanks for the update team cherry and crushing all my dreams in one fell swoop <laughs> Man, I, it's one of the few games they really care about i feel and so bad for those fans they have gotten <laughs> nothing in almost two years now mm-hmm. it has to be close right? it's almost as if you shouldn't announce shit it's that far ahead almost very much heartbreaking and I'm just like, you know, we waited so long for something. Mm-hmm. We've seen no new trailers, no new screenshots, no new anything. And it's like, hey, if you want to see shit in a couple in a month or so, no. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it. I can't believe it's almost Don't June. Get your hopes up. Stop having hopes and dreams. <laughs> but games that are that you may get updates on, because it's an ongoing Kickstarter campaign is a game called A New Leaf Memories. Memories. Uh, which is also a future guest on the podcast because I confirmed with them on Twitter like the other day. Uh, it's your basic Harvest Moon type of game, but there's pets and you can buy clothes for them. Oh, that's cute. And that's all you need to know about that game. You can dress your animals in weird shit. S- speaking of guests, as if they were Andy. your children, like I do. That's always really weird. Mm-hmm. Andy. Yes, Stephen. Speaking of guests, oh, and your, and, and, your and interview, animals? your oh interview. Can we get into it for, with, for a second? With let let's build a zoo, creator, and I'm blanking on the name. Is, I apologize. His name that, is James. James. Mm-hmm. They need to be committed. That shit is bananas. B a n a n e s. That guy is like me. He's it's another horrid. Me. Have you heard about this game, Nano? No. Please watch the interview. It's okay. you. You think it's a zoo simulator? Nay, nay. It is in a sense. You're, is it based on that one book slash movie? No, that, no, let, no. That's let's buy a zoo or something like that. No, this is. Oh, we we bought a zoo. That's what it was. Yeah, that's it. No, this is apparently a zoo for the purposes of experimentation on animals. What? It's not the express purpose. It's, it's a purpose. It's a. It, it's a you, what? you can cut two animals in half and sew them together. Their other parts. <laughs> what kind of game is that? It's the best fucked up. Fucking game. It's fucked up, and you should the all watch that game interview. <laughs> you ever need to play for the too far? Goddamn. YouTube.com/slash/dualscreen. Three hundred thousand animal combinations when you're done. That's right. This that somebody said, "Let's you. make a zoo simulator." <laughs> I want to make a zoo sim, and then somebody else was like. Or, and then this happened. <laughs> no, no, no. That's for, yeah. So he. Ha- so I'll, I'll say a little sliver. Of a little this, sliver. Uh, you got to. You got to watch this interview. It's, in, it's insanity. Okay. This dude James, I think he's like the studio head of this team, spring-loaded software. I think they're called. He has a team mainly comprised of women. So they're like, we have a cutesy zoo game you want to make. It's like you you run a zoo. You can have animals and like. You can have them breed and be an attraction. And he's mm-hmm. like, that sounds cool. How do I corrupt this shit? <laughs> oh, you can DNA splice and you can make animals fat and sell them on the black market for bags and skin them alive. So that was that's how we did it. It's horrid. Sure. It's he horrid. Wanted to, he wanted to uncutify the idea because it was just too cute. It's horrible. And but you know what's worse? Like he succeeded. Yeah, he did it. That sounds horrible. But you know what sounds worse? Tom Cruise in Starfield. Why? <laughs> Why are we going back to this? We don't need movie stars in video games. 
ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> there's a rumor going around. Starfield is having Tom Cruise in the game. Uh, Actually, you know what? If it's on the same level as um, who was in Fallout 3? Who was your dad in Fallout 3? Uh, oh, wait. Is it? Um, uh, was it Liam Neeson? <laughs> Liam Neeson. Maybe. Right? Or some actor. Was he in a British accent? I forget what it was. It's not yeah, Sean it was, Bean. It was, it was Liam dude. Neeson. It was Liam Neeson. It was Liam Neeson. Okay. Yeah. If it's on the same level as Liam Neeson, I think it'll be fine. But that was Liam Neeson before people cared about Liam Neeson. Like, people didn't really care yeah. about Liam Neeson until, I don't know who you are. I don't know who you want. Like, and like Batman. Like, when he was in that, that whatever the hell it was. Uh, shit, now I'm blanking. What was the, the big one he was in where nobody knew it was him? Well, I guess people did know. Oh, it was uh, when he was, uh, what's his name? Qui-Gon Jinn. Nobody gave a shit. Nobody gave a shit in 1999 about him being fucking Qui-Gon. Nobody cared. <laughs> Nobody cared. <laughs> if he was like that Liam Neeson and he was in this this game, I'd be like, all right, cool. But what's fucking really, Tom Cruise going to do? I really wonder if it was like some sort of like Scientology-like hitch. Like, hey, you know you have like space aliens with your religion, so be in this spacey game. Oh, God. That's a, That's like the hook. <laughs> <laughs> I hate everything about it. Please don't. I mean, just give voice actors and performance capture mm-hmm. artists the chance to be in this thing, please. And uh, to piggyback off of that, Starfield is an Xbox slash PC exclusive. The dreams are Duh. dead. Duh. The, dream- the dreams were never there. The tr- wait. The- I don't know who dreamt this. They in are the specifically place. dreams. Like you, like there was never a reality where after no, the acquisition, this was going to happen. It was a hallucination that it would happen. <laughs> I really want to know. To the surprise of no one, thing. except for most of the internet. It's going to come to anywhere aside from Xbox and PC. The only way that person, the, well, the only way we said that that was even possibly going to happen was if it was already promised. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Because they had said anything that's currently in development, but I guess Starfield really mm-hmm. wasn't because it was just the, you know, here's what we want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, well, no, it wasn't that. It was if it already had a deal set up to be on PlayStation, it would show up on PlayStation, right? Mm-hmm. Or a legacy title. This is not a legacy title. No, mm-hmm. this is this defines none of those. Or if they were like, hey, we can make more money if we put it on there. Maybe that was the only maybe is like mm-hmm. money, but and, but the, now with. Cloud streaming coming to PC with it being on PC Game Pass, with it going to be on PC Game Pass, with it going to be on cloud streaming to your phone on Xbox Series S and X, there is no reason for it to go anywhere else. I can't wait you to can pay on my phone. Five dollars minimum <laughs> to pay to play it on your PC. Yeah, it's insane. It's insanity. But you know what? Good on them. Good on I just them. I feel like people should just assume that mm. everything under Bethesda is not going to come to PlayStation. Unless it's just, Skyrim. Skyrim right, will still show up there. Right. But I would just say, just have it out of your mind. Yeah. And if it shows up, yay, I'm surprised. Like, I didn't <laughs> expect that to happen. Now it's like, yeah. if it means. I mean, they, they not... say they bought it for Game Pass. So. Oh. Yeah. No, that I mean, yeah, that was the play. And oh, no, they did the thing they said they were going to do. <laughs> um, a few million copies sold on PS5 committed. makes a difference. To but, them? but listen, I'm not worried. As a PlayStation fanboy with my flag firmly on the dual sense. I'm not worried because PlayStation has confirmed PlayStation studios have confirmed 25 PS five games in development. Oh my God. You guys with over 
half of them. Sly Five, it's happening. We did it. We did we it. Win. Yes. But the most exciting part is oh. half are new intellectual properties. Uh, mm-hmm. I was told that Sony doesn't like to take risks or just develop new things. I thought it was all about Last of Us and remakes and just moving all their teams are to make Last of Us. Are you telling me internet overreacted? <laughs> Slightly. Is that what you're Perhaps. telling me? Slightly. Okay. Perhaps. Never happens. Um, Perhaps. So, yeah, ju- just to kind of go over this thing. They have 25 games, four of which we know of. So, we know four of them. We know mm-hmm. uh, Horizon Forbidden West. We know Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. We know God of War Ragnarok is going to happen at some point. And Gran Turismo 7, which was delayed till next mm-hmm. year. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would be... F- I would be shocked. I would be absolutely flabbergasted if God of War Ragnarok comes out this year. I think... Yeah, I think everybody's assuming that's not because we would have heard about something by now, especially with PlayStation's marketing cycle. Yeah, like I would not be shocked if all of that's delayed in some way. Although mm-hmm. the only thing that I could hang my hang my hat on as far as not knowing anything about it is the similar cycle that they did with Ghosts. Like they showed Ghosts, but they didn't want to give too much away because they didn't want to mm-hmm. take away from Last of Us. And they waited till Last of Us was out before they ramped up, you know, their their PR machine. So it could be a situation where they just want to get Ratchet and Clank out there, like yeah. whatever, and then and then we'll we'll hear something. But I would not be shocked if we don't get any major first party games for for the end of the year. But we'll we'll see. I mean, well, you I, know, we're, I, we're, we're, we should still be getting um, the what is it Horizon Zero Dawn sequel this year. Mm-hmm. I think that's maybe be their yeah. winter game. I mean, I, I you you would hope. Um, who knows? Yeah, I mean, you know, COVID well, kind of threw a ring, rookie monkey wrench into everything. So yeah, but I still think they're planning for at least one big tenpole exclusive this year, and Horizon might be the strongest bet because that the first game came out in what twenty seventeen. Seventeen, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And now it's four years later. So even with COVID, they should have had. A good bit of development and my probably was aiming for early 2021 or around ps5 release date launch but covid pushed him from there is this still I, a ps4 game it is a cross-platform no. game is yeah it? yeah okay. it's both which is why i think it's still going to come out this year i don't see yeah. that game that game being delayed into next year it, it, i hope they eternally delayed to the winter or yeah. fall i hope they pull it i hope they say mm-hmm. no there's no ps4 version I hope they just. I hope so as well. Just go, just fucking do it. Like I understand you want money, but we know what happens when mm-hmm. when yeah, you're trying I to put, like it on, put it on. The you're list. gonna. That's a weird thing to walk back though, because you announce it at a PS5 reveal event mm-hmm. with Miles Morales mm-hmm. and then Horizon and a bunch of other shit, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, Miles also on PS4. And then it's like, oh, also Horizon's on PS4. Like, right. That's also happening. And they're gonna walk that back and say, "Oops, now it's only." On well, PS5, they they guys. never well they never made a fanfare about it, right? Like they they never were like, "Oh yeah, no, it's coming to PS4." Yeah, but they they kind of yeah. it wasn't an announcement, wasn't it? A a, a a um tidbit from like a interview. It was, it was an interview right before the PS5 pre-orders yeah. went live. Yeah, yeah. It was like, oh yeah, by the way, some of their stuff is going to be on the PS4 pipeline. No, too. that was uh. It was like on the little half little notes subtitle things and a lot of the trailers, like a quick little on PlayStation when they put it out the individual trailers, it mm-hmm. said on PS4 and PS5. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. It, was, it was a weird like, way they, of, they of doing it. They didn't say anything about it, but it was still out there on launch. And yeah, they, pulled, they pulled a lot of that stuff too because a lot of that was also inaccurate, like Demon Souls being on PC. Right. That oh, was, yeah. That, that was, was one of the little footnote things. And mm-hmm. uh, Final Fantasy 16. Mm-hmm. That also had it yeah. also on PC. And they were like, mm-hmm. remove that oh, immediately. That was, no, that was timed exclusivity, I think. Yeah. Yeah. They were, they were like, we remove that shit now. But anyway, uh, 21 games we don't know about, uh, first-party games. I'm sure some of them are going to be smaller stuff, smaller in scope, and stuff yeah, we're probably sure not going to care about. PSVR 2 is some yeah, stuff yeah, in there. Yeah, I'm sure yeah. like six yeah. or seven PSVR games, um, mm-hmm. which unfortunately I can't care about because my hey, brain PSVR doesn't... Hey, we get a new Astrobot. My brain doesn't work, <gasps> though. Yeah. I can't, I can't do that. I want, I want a fully-fledged Astrobot game. Like a Mario Odyssey type shit, but it's I, don't think we're, I think we're just gonna get Rescue Mission Two. No, I don't want to. I mean, the VR is great, one of the best VR games ever, mm-hmm. and one of the best platformers ever. That puts Mario to shame, in my opinion. But I want a fully fledged 3D platformer on the scope and scale of an Odyssey or a Galaxy. That's what Astrobot deserves because he's just that damn cute. I agree. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm with you. Remember Stadia? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, <laughs> let's Google get... Doesn't. So we're, we're speaking about what's new what? and what's coming what? new. But let's Stadia? talk about the old becoming new again. Stadia? It's finally happening, Nano. The thing we have all wanted. Oh, my God. We're going to be in the streets. Five? No, no. Oh. We are getting a 5. Oh, we're, man, not this 5. GTA 5. Yeah, it's we're getting back it. again with more new features. Guess who's back? Whatever, whatever that means. Back yeah. again. It's going to be in second person this time. We got third person view. We got first person view. Now we're getting second person view. You're just some random goon, and you just get no, killed. You watch, no, you it's watch you're watching. People. Yeah, you're watching. You're watching yourself character. from other people's perspectives. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I let me try. Technically, it'll, it'll be fun. technically, like, I guess, uh, what the hell is the game? Uh, watch Dogs. If you're just looking at security cameras, that's technically second person. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. All right, so we've so imagine played. imagine the whole game like that. It's all like CCTV footage. I hate GTA Five. That's all. I it hate is. it so much. There's so much hate in my heart tonight. <laughs> um, okay, so yeah, GTA Five is coming in November. That's fun. Again, so didn't, but didn't they time. say that? Is it GTA Online that's going to be exclusive for a little bit for the PlayStation? Because they said know. that one of the things like that was like the first announcement at the PS Five reveal. Mm-hmm. was GTA 5 I think it was the online being exclusive for a month ish on PlayStation which sure why not have the have that upgraded version just for a month Xbox to still play it on yeah. the Xbox Series X and S just fine. yeah there's, there's like no reason we'll just wait for the upgrades for a month sure mm-hmm. throw that money at PlayStation throw that money at Rockstar who cares and then yes. Speaking of money, Good they God. have 145 oh, million units sold. Oh, Lordy. It has this to be one before. of the top games sold ever, right? This is before we get it for the third time on PlayStation yeah. 5 and Series X. <laughs> but don't. But it's also free upgrades for a lot of people because yeah. everybody has to own it at this point. So I don't, there's not going to be any sales. I stole no, it. Nano, they don't. It's, still, it's always in the top 10 sales list. How? People How? still don't own it yet. How? <laughs> I think it's because people's little brothers or sons are finally of age where they could buy a game that's rated mm-hmm. M for mature. Mm-hmm. That's the one you're going to get. It, 
I think that's that's who you're saying. Mm-hmm. You're like, fine. You want Grand Theft Auto? You buy it yourself now. You're finally mm-hmm. 17 years old, 16 mm-hmm. years old, whatever the hell your mommy and daddy say, and now you can do it. Or like your big brother bought it, and then his plate, and then he he bricked his system, and he, and he's an idiot. And he doesn't know that you can like still purchase your games. Also, and in the time when <laughs> Rockstar makes a game, you can actually have a child that have it be of age, and then they buy it again. Exactly. You know, exactly. That's what happens. That's how it went. Down. Honestly, yeah. What, what was this? This was 2013, right? You know, I saw yeah. a really funny oh, graphic. God. It was, it was Rockstar in 2000 and 2008. It was like 12 games released, and mm-hmm. then it was like 2008 to 2000 and whatever the fuck, and it was like just two games. It's like what the fuck Did happened? They to you need guys? more? Did they need more? Yeah, I guess they saw. Oh, this Grand Theft Auto shit is just you know, it's all we need to do. Just keep doing this. GTA Online literally prints money for them. They don't need oh, yeah. any other games. Oh yeah, Mikey Kirsch has clarified. PS Plus subscribers get standalone GTA Online for free for f- three months. Okay, still three months. Huzzah! Three whole months. Ninety Enjoy days. Enjoy the GTA Online with a little bit upgrade and graphics for a little bit. Mm. Yay! Xbox Series X will do that naturally anyway. That's worth true. The investment. Speaking of old shit, Andy, we got some <gasps> old shit possibly on the way. Oh, I hope this is real. Me too. Sega is considering a Crazy Taxi and Jet Set Radio revival. Oh my god, you guys. My favorite game ever. Well, one of my favorites, Crazy Taxi. Like, I wore out the Dreamcast playing this fucking game. So Great game. Right. So I wanted to, for those who don't know what Crazy Taxi is, because you never know. There are people people out there that... People of age. Don't have... Crazy Taxi is a game where you drive around in a taxi with awesome music playing in the background and you pick up customers and you drive them to a destination and the faster you get, the more money you make in tips. And they yell at you and they curse at you if you fuck up or crash or they encourage you if you like do crazy stunts and like jump over cars and just be a good driver. Mm-hmm. And Jet Set Radio is an amazing game about graffiti and rollerblades and also funky ass music and I love it to death and I wanted to come back. But I did want to pitch to you guys. I have an idea. Oh, here we go. Right. For what? See, this is what this is. I see now the brain is reserved for a few things in my life. I can't I can't play FF14 because the you function that, the brain function is reserved for ideas like this. It's I'm, I'm envisioning what a You saved it all up. I get it. Yes. Here's my ideal vision for a Crazy Taxi reboot or revival. I have two ideas. Okay. Idea the first. It's a multiplayer game where you compete with others to pick up fares mm. and you crash. And so imagine like Uber Simulator. Crazy Taxi. So you want Crazy Taxi little, and Burnout? With a, with, a, with a little Burnout in there as well. Okay. I'm down, I'm down for that. Or second idea. You do a whatever the fuck that thing is called, the Mario 35 or 99, just 99 shit. Mm-hmm. Where as you're doing fairs, your opponents get more time added to their shit or the routes like, get longer for their yeah. destination. Don't they want less time? Don't you want them to have less time? Yes, you deduct time. That's what I should be saying. You deduct time. <laughs> or you make the routes long, longer to their destination. So right. The better you do, the worse they do. That'd be cool. That's idea number two. You wow. should probably trademark that. That's not bad. Big brain. Big brain. 
Crazy Taxi ninety nine. Get on it, Nintendo. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Was was go. the crazy? I know, but was the was the Crazy Taxi Jet Set Radio era of Sega their best era, or are we living it right now? I don't know because the have we got from Sega recently. Well, Sega has Yakuza. Oh yeah, and yeah, okay. All of and all of Atlas shit. So they're doing yeah, good. With, they're, doing, right. they're doing great with you that. You know what? Fair. <laughs> yeah. Sonic Mania was also amazing. Um, Sonic Mania was great. Yeah. But yeah, like I don't know the Dreamcast days. Like there were just so much good shit from Sega. Yeah, but they fucked up every other aspect of that generation. Well, because it was well, it was they made a was, great system, great games. It was, it was just too ahead of its time. It Dreamcast. was you it could was just, just burn so... CDs and play the games. Yeah. It, <laughs> it had no piracy like a, protection. It was too much like a computer is what happened. Uh, it, it ran Windows so ME well. though. It did. It those and had a little Ethernet port. That was kind of neat back in the day. Speaking of new, old, old, connection. new. Yes. <laughs> Nintendo has confirmed almost the exact same thing that PlayStation has confirmed. Yeah, but in a more vague way. In a more vague and a more immediate way. <laughs> in the Nintendo way, way you could in say. In the <laughs> most Nintendo way you could think of. Uh, yes, Nintendo confirms that many new games are coming this year. Could have fooled me. This comes after we got Pokemon Snap, so I'm not sure what they're planning. Well, I guess many is um, referring to that golf game. In any case, there was a Q&A with Nintendo president uh, Shuntaro Furukawa. Mm-hmm. We got there. Who was talking about the increased R&D expenditure and struggles to keeping up with hardware demands in these harsh times we're living in. And he said the following. Mm-mm. That's a pretty good quote. After the release of Animal Crossing New Horizons, there was a substantial increase in the number of consumers playing Nintendo Switch. Duh. There was a gradual decrease afterward, but there was another considerable increase during the year and holiday season last year, which reached the highest number of active users since the release of Nintendo Switch. Although the number of slightly decreased after the beginning of this calendar year, a lot of consumers are playing Nintendo Switch with the recent March release of Capcom's Monster Hunter Rise. So we don't think that the momentum is fading. Many new software titles will be released this fiscal year, starting in the first quarter, which we think will help continuously expand the range of consumers who play Nintendo Switch to include those who haven't played Nintendo Switch in a while. Or you right? new. Are you users. okay over there? What the fuck's I'm happening good. in that quote? First of all, I'm good. I think the entire <laughs> quote says, turns out whenever we put out a new game or somebody put out a new game that was popular, right. a lot right. of people played the Switch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What? Isn't yeah. that amazing? No. Yeah. Yeah. I what think that's concept? what that said. Every what milestone concept? had to do Animal Crossing. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was the second one you said? Not Monster Hunter. It was one before that. Uh, oh, Monster Hunter Rise. No, it was, there was one between that, wasn't there? No, Animal. Oh Crossing. no, they just said the holiday season. But what was that? That was what, what came out oh, during the holidays. Nothing. There's a bump in the holiday season. Oh, whatever. It's just Christmas sales. because yeah, Christmas. Yeah, um, buying Switch in the holiday. No. Which mm-hmm. what, what, what's your go-to Switch game right now? I think it's Pokemon Snap. Mm. Okay. I also have Fez downloaded. So mm-hmm. whenever oh, I get talk bored, about I can always download shit. that. Yeah, mm-hmm. that got that re-release on Switch, and that's been fun. But I don't really play the Switch nearly as much as I should. Me too. Mm-hmm. All right. So let's do it right now. How many games, how many new games are coming out on the Switch 
And I don't even know what that means. Does that mean Nintendo like specifically made? Yeah, we gotta specify because they have a crap ton that comes. They out have like a Thursday. thousand do, games come out a week. Do you define Skyward Sword HD as a new game? I wouldn't call it a new game. Yeah, I think I they. I, it's new yeah, controls. I think fucking new. I think that's they. Shit. No, I think they mean anything that's not currently on the system or currently out somewhere else. Oh poo! New game, my asshole. Here's what. Here's what I. Do let's, Nintendo let's pick Switch a number. Online games count as new. No. The Joe and Mac count as a new game. No. It's on the Switch. Let's pick a Until number. Now. Let's each pick a number, and then we'll revisit this at the end of the year, okay. and whoever's the closest without going over Price is Right rules, oh, I love this wins game. a prize. Okay. Mm. Cool, cool, cool. Okay. I'll I'll just start it. I'll just start okay. it. Four. For Nintendo. For first Nintendo party games. first party or Nintendo published. Like brand new games. What do you count collections as? Is that one? Or it's one game. Or four? One. Okay. If I, if it, it one one transaction. If it's a single cartridge or a box. It's, if it's a single download. transaction. Okay. Mm, I'll say five. Okay. Because that includes some of the weird games they come out with too, like. The new programming game that they had today. That's true, yeah. That game so looks cool, though. You said four, Steven? I did. And Nano said five? Mm-hmm. I'm going to say 501. <laughs> so I'm going to say. <laughs> okay. They're going to no, switch I'm, on the. Uh... I'm, I'm going to say, you know what? I'll say six. I'll say six. Oh, all right. I'll say six. Whatever. All right. Four, five, six. You heard it here first. Know. Write it down, everybody. All right. Miss Envy says eight. CTO the Bro says 12. Britster was with me and said four, by the way, in the chat, if you're listening. Twitch.tv well, slash dual screen streams. We know one of them coming out soon. Yes, we do. Oh, yeah. Segway. Super Rush. I'm oh, actually this looks so good. about this for some bizarre reason. I can't wait to main King bob as a golfer. This is great. It's a great cast. It is. I agree. And also, the new modes look fun, too. Like, the battle golf, speed golf. That's just going to be mayhem in the best ways possible very excited um why don't we just go over these here because they, they they announced a lot of cool stuff here you got your standard golf which by the way mm-hmm. is golf a battle golf is a more strategic variation of speed go- or oh, we'll go with speed golf then first speed golf is a new fast-paced mode speed golf the players tee off in unison and race to the course to sink that ball so we've played that was a uh, um golf with friends that's mm-hmm. and everybody's golf right both of those games do that golf yeah player. Actually, no, I don't think golfing with friends does that. I think it does. I think you take turns. I don't remember. Anyway, um, yeah, so that's basically that. So that's great because, you know, Mario does golf really well, or Nintendo, rather. Uh, Battle golf is a more strategic variation of speed golf. Nine holes are played at the same time. The first player to score three of nine holes claims the victory. So there you go. Uh, Standard goal. Golf adventure. Here's interesting. This is interesting here. Solo players can go from rookie to pro when enrolling their me character. And I hate that part of it. Just, I hate the me's. I think they're awful. At a, at a uh, country club in Golf Adventure, while uh, interacting with familiar Mushroom Kingdom characters, they can learn how to play and take on a variety of challenges. Gaining experience makes it possible to level up the character, which can be used in the multiplayer modes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like it, Questions but about that. can't you just, like, take your stats and put on a non-me character? I would love to do that. Yeah. 
I don't want a hideous me with I, the best stats in the game. <laughs> was the Mario Tennis campaign mode also extremely hard? Was it? Yeah, like they had some weird challenges in the campaign mode for tennis. Yeah. That made it extremely difficult. Let's just hope they don't have that in this one too. I don't, I don't like the sound of that. Sounds Nintendo, horrible. get rid of Mii's and let us make actual Mario characters. Please. But it's like, let's say you level up your Mii all the way. Is it going to be like a bunch of broken-ass me characters in the whole online version of this? That's going to happen at some point? Mm-hmm. Like why, would, why would you pick Bowser or, like, Boo if your me is, like, them plus 20 in all the stats? Like, level 1,000. Mm-hmm. Why would it's you want to pick stupid Boo, who is a ghost? Can't even hold the golf club. He's a ghost. That uh, makes sense to me. He's got to use his tongue How does it work? I mean, he's got arms. Yeah, he's still... He's not... Just don't look at him. He's he can... a ghost. Can we talk about Pauline being in a video game again? That's pretty she cool. Using her mic stand as a club? Yeah, she was an Odyssey. No, I mean, but like Odyssey like revitalized Pauline. Oh, you know since, what I mean? yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, now, now she's like, I don't I don't know what she did in the past. I don't know whose soup she shat in and was like, you're out of the team, Pauline. We don't like you here no more. And she, she doesn't, she, I will say this. She doesn't look like she fits <laughs> next to Peach the and Daisy. Like what she just her? doesn't look like what the same. Her? She just doesn't look like the same cartoony style. You know, she too real for you, Stephen. Too real. She's for a little. She's a little. Put it this way. You she's more this? anime than they are. You can't handle Pauline. Is that what it is? They're more cartoon. Exactly she's it. more anime. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wouldn't marry her though. All right, marry Boff Kill. Let's go. Let's do it right now. Peach, Pauline, Daisy. God. Yeah. Can I kill all three? They don't have dicks. Listen, you got. You could just. You could. You could. <laughs> All right, I'll play. I'll play the game. You can play game. along. All right, but we're doing a homo version next time. All right, let's see. <laughs> okay. I think I would marry. Now kill Peach, because she's way too oh. much trouble. She was getting oh, kidnapped. She's absolutely too much trouble. I, I you're gonna get her killed. That. I mean, she makes a mean cake, but she gotta die. She gotta so go. She's out. She's royalty, she's out. Though. Uh, I think I would. Bop Daisy just for the thrill of it. I would totally marry Pauline because Pauline looks like just wild in the sack. So I'll have that for the rest of my life. So, yeah. And she's strong, independent, doesn't get kidnapped. You know, yeah. she could sing. She's a career girl. Yeah. You know? but, then, but you have to support a singer. Yeah. So, as a person who pursued acting as a she dream, could be Gaga, I could promise you it's going to cost Gaga's you a lot of money. Gaga's husband. <laughs> I think I'm going to marry Peach. Here's why. Oh, good luck with that shit. Here's why. <laughs> a, when she gets kidnapped and we... Just let her, let her rot. As far as I'm concerned, she's dead. You know what I mean? As far as I'm concerned, until I know... Don't pull an Ethan Winters. Yeah, just... You know what? She's gone. I'm just saying. She's gone. Bye. She's dead. Something happened. Mm-hmm. There you go. And then side piece becomes your main piece. You know what I mean? And then you're like, oh, look what happened by accident. You're back alive. Yay. Um, sorry about it. We're playing. Now we're. Go, I'm pretty sure that hurting. was. I'm pretty sure that was Castaway. Um, <laughs> that was Castaway. Yeah. Didn't she remarry? Yeah. When he came in the door. Yeah. Tom Hanks. Eight years all, later, like, he was all cleaned up, right? He wasn't all beardy. He was clean. No, he they, he cleaned up for he media appearances. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yes. yeah. Daisy, I'm murdering you. I don't like you. You're weird. <laughs> I just don't understand what you're a princess of. Like, Princess Toadstool is the Mushroom Kingdom. What kingdom right. are you a princess of? Potato land. <laughs> like, I, I don't. 
I don't trust what you're a princess of. Let's put it that way. Like I, at least I know the politics of peach. I know what I will then be a prince future king of it's the mushroom kingdom and the first order of business you're i'm throwing bowser in jail like it's so fucking easy you know what i mean like think about that yeah what if she gets kidnapped they let us go and the kingdom is yours well it would be that weird mushroom with the mustaches right isn't he the king technically king isn't there a king toadstool he's not around anymore he's like he's out of here then why isn't she queen peach I don't know. She's not ready for it yet. Yeah. Is she not of age? Oh my God. Is she not coronated yet? She's a princess. No. Then she's not. Then we can't have this conversation. This is illegal. This is an illegal conversation. Wait, how is she married to a plumber then? She's not. I mean, how is she clearly in love and kissing a plumber? Like he's. Think. Hold on. For a moment. That a king will let his daughter marry an Italian plumber of all things. I know from. Not have queens. Can they only have kings? Is that what's happening here? I uh, have you ever met Queen Toadstool? No. So I think they. I think, <laughs> I think Mushroom Kingdom can only have kings. The king How far back has this gone? Just raised the daughter. Has Bowser own. just been knocking off the the Toadstool family for maybe generations? Maybe he figured out. Maybe he's just waiting for Peach to get married. What if he is? Whatever the, happens. What if he is the king? Why would he be attacking his own kingdom then? Maybe he's not. He's tasting. Maybe, maybe he's gone completely bonkers, like uh, what is his name, King Henry, and mm. they're just they were just like, we're sorry, you can't run this kingdom anymore, and he's just gone nuts. I do want to get Nano's choices though, before this goes completely off the rails. And Pauline, <laughs> Pauline, late. what I love about Pauline is mm. that you know, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say this a little quiet because my wife is in the other room. You know, she's very good at disappearing for decades at a time. So you, you don't have to worry about anybody finding out she'll, that you have do, a side piece in Pauline. She'll, she'll keep that her, shit quiet. She'll do her act in Vegas for a couple of years. She'll, you know? she'll be gone, and you can be like, hey. And you can hear. Oh, shit, I got a text message. No? And it's Pauline. She's like, yo, what's up, baby? I'm doing a show in Madison Square Garden. I'll be like, yo, come 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 over here. We'll sing a song together. This show's fucking dumb. This show's dumb as hell. Here's mine. Yes, please, Nana. Yes. First... First thing after I marry Peach, I'm offing off Pauline. She's gone. Wow. <laughs> okay. And then you know Daisy's a freak, oh. so that's who I'm popping. We all went in totally different directions. I like it. I sort of love that's it. That's what you get here. You get the spice of life. Mm-hmm. Or boffing the Mushroom Kingdom, ladies. Opinions, you know? <sighs> Speaking of Nintendo, Hype Zone. Oh, is it time? It's time for the Hype Zone. Please, Guys, figure it out. This is God, why you're both going to lose the bet. Okay. New games coming out oh, on no. the Switch. Are we already down one nothing? From the makers of Calculator. Oh yes. Introducing Let's go. Introducing xylophone and piano. Booyah! Here we go. Finally, guys. When you think about spending money in a game, or when you're buying a game, you think what's worth ten dollars? You could buy some indie gem that no one's gonna play ever because mm-hmm. who needs that shit in their life, or you can mm-hmm. spend ten dollars to turn your switch into a calculator or a xylophone. Didn't like Nintendo Life rate calculator? They gave it like a nine out of ten. People were doing speed runs of calculator. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great, great app. Wow. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Uh CTO in the chat wants to know if we're joking. No, this is a real thing. Yeah. You could spend your actual money on that. Yep. 
folks, before we kick into the chat with any questions, I'm going to get into our Facebook question of the week, and then we're going to get the hell out of here. Facebook question of the week. Do you think dollars paid for a game should equal the time played for that game? Now, I don't mean one-to-one, but let me explain. Paying 60 or $70 for a new game that has only, only, and I use that in air quotes, eight to 10 hours of story. Um, this comes up because a lot of people were complaining about the length of Returnal, uh, the length of uh, Resident Evil 8 uh, being very short games. Um, this actually, start, I want to say this, mm-hmm. I mean, this conversation comes up all the time, but you also had it coming up on uh, when Resident Evil 3 Remake came out. Um, that was an issue there as well. So let me just read a couple of the comments here. Uh, Thorn, former editor-in-chief of DualScreens.com, says no, no explanation. Mm-hmm. Uh, Troy says, I don't think games should be worth that uh, that much anymore since... Everything is switching to digital, so there's really no middleman to pay. However, I would like a long story for price along with the multiplayer aspect. So Troy just going in there. Just being like, give me, give me, give me more bang for my buck. See, what I feel like is ruining this is Game Pass. There is five, ten, fifteen dollars a month, and you get a ton of games, and with Xbox putting out exclusives and first party mm-hmm. games, dude, that's ruining it. That's yeah. ruining this whole conversation right there. <laughs> Because right. you can play however much you want without feeling guilt, and then just move on There's to the next game. Right. So much value. Go on, yeah. Steven. I hope I hope that the Game Pass like model ends up being like huge, like more successful than just engagement, but like actually mm. like monetarily successful and like yeah something that others look to do. Like I mean, we've had this before. Like EA has done this. Ubisoft has done this. Well, EA uh, is now a part of Game Pass too. Right. Uh, that, yeah. That's that's the mm-hmm. other. I mean, they just. They just backed up the truck of money. I mean, that's that's an easy solution. Um, Missed Enough, Matt Murray, says, While I don't really know the economics behind games and how expensive they are to make, I guess it's not particularly cheap. Game prices have essentially stayed the same price since I was a kid, which feels mm-hmm. weird because literally everything else has become much more expensive. At the end of the day, an extra 10 bucks isn't going to break the bank for me. I agree with Troy in part that digital games should be less expensive since there's a, lot, uh, a lack of physical production cost, but it doesn't bother me a lot. Mikey Kerr says absolutely not. The length of a game cannot and should not be the only factor in determining a price. Which, right? We didn't say only, but I yes, I that. get what you're saying. Um, it could be a part, but uh, and I understand the desire for people with financial constraints who want to have a large time investment in exchange for their hard-earned dollars. However, there are plenty of shorter games that absolutely justify, quote, full price because they offer an experience unlike any other. Obviously, the price that some people are willing to pay will differ depending on preference, but at the end of the day, it's about the experience you want to have. A movie doesn't have to be three hours for me to buy a movie ticket. Uh, Not every TV episode on Netflix has to be 60 minutes to justify a subscription, and I don't have to ride uh, every ride at the theme park to make spending my spending feel justified. Oh, that's Um, wrong right there. Yeah, you have to ride every one of them, or like me, every other one, because you vomit between them. Um, (laughs) I love it when developers and publishers are willing to play around with different prices depending on what the overall experience is, but I have absolutely no problem paying with a premium price for a premium product that offers a unique and fun experience, however long that experience ends up being. Um, He gives a couple of examples here uh, as well. Uh, You could beat Shadow Colossus in about eight hours and he would have no problem paying $60 for that. He's got $30 in uh, 30 hours in Returnal Mm -hmm. uh, and is and paid 70 ratchet and clank was $40 and took 11 hours and he he could play for a gajillion hours in mass effect legend uh, legendary edition. And that's $60. So, there's all sorts of examples. My sister-in-law actually had an opinion on this, said maybe it could be more in line with how, how, uh, 
how many hours you plan to play. I'd be ha happy to pay top dollar for a game I will play day after day. So that goes to like your fa like sports games, like your favorite games. Like, yeah, they recycle them every year, but if you're going to play it every day, that's worth the investment to you. Um, you know, uh, um, Final, Final Fantasy, uh, you know, or these games that you revisit over and over again. I guess that would be worth it, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's games I played. I Persona Five. I played that for 240 hours. Paid 60. Yeah. For it. Fine. I've that paid, game should I've have played... been 380 dollars. No, no. Exactly. Steven. Yeah. Steven. Paid, way underpaid it. Yes. Andy. How many? How many more answers? Because I have. I have three answers. I want, I want to pose a question. That's a fuck this whole shit up. But go ahead. Finish right, three more answers. Uh, yeah, yeah. None, uh, well, one of them is pretty long. No, it's not. It's only okay. Uh, this one's come from Caddy. Says I consider replay replayability, length, quality, uh, both gameplay and graphics. Extended multiplayer options when going to look at games. That being said, I think new full price games at sixty seven dollars is fine since I easily spend more than that. Uh, spend that or more on Genshin Impact every month. No, but God. I'm not paying paying full price for old remake games. Mike Multari, Mike Maltese. <laughs> Says, and this, I think, no no offense to anyone else that answered this question. I think this next answer is probably my favorite of the bunch. This comes from mm -hmm. Mike Maltese, Multari. Uh, I almost liken it to a concert I want to go to. If I'm willing mm -hmm. to spend $60 for the experience, then it's worth it. One game I struggle with paying full price on was Link's Awakening Remake. The original is a classic Game Boy title that I still own and cherish, but I waited for a sale because I don't feel the need to spend full price to experience it again. Also, mm. there's the never-ending backlog. And I think mm. that is what, what how I look at it, is it's an experience I want to have. Do I want to have a, my returnal experience right away? Yes, I do. So I'm paying I'm paying the money for it. Um, mm -hmm. But I'm not for Resident Evil 8. Like, I don't... It, ten hour, the fact that it's 10 hours doesn't mean... I'm happy it's 10 hours because I <laughs> don't want to play that for 20 hours. I don't want to play that for 30 hours. I want to play that for two days and be done with it. Mm -hmm. um, and then uh, former Pete, friend of the show... Patreon supporter says, That's I like funny. the way Multisi looks at it. If it's an experience I want to have right away, I'll gladly pull full, pay full price regardless of how long the game is. A massive growing backlog results in me buying most games on sale anyway. Um, but games like Zelda, Fable, and The Last of Us are something I got to be able to play right away. Mm -hmm. So you're paying premium price to get in at a premium mm -hmm. time. Now, Andy, ask your question to fuck this all up. Yes. So the, the core thesis here, gentlemen, is, mm -hmm. is there a correlation between the value of a game and the amount of time you spend playing said game. That's, that's the, what we're the main driving point of this conversation. Correct. If I have it. it it's, how, it's how you define value right. in, a, in a game. Yeah. And you know, we're saying if a game takes you like a t two months to beat mm -hmm. and you pay 10 bucks or you got a lot of value out of the game, but let's say you spend the 70 bucks in a game and you beat it in an afternoon. Where's the value in that? Right. Let me pose this to you, oh, both of you. Pose it. What if you spend 50 bucks on a game that takes you about four hours to beat, but after you beat said game, you think about it a lot afterward. It's in mm. your mind. It was a deep experience. It, 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 it challenged some themes for you, and you, you just couldn't get it out of your head. Like it was a lasting experience. Is there a value in that? Like, yeah. Oh. I mean, I think that goes to quality. No. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, Andy, right. I want to pose another question. Another, another pose, pose way. And Nano, 
you mm-hmm. I know you, you you're with me on this one. I could tell we're on the same brain waves on this one. Andy, mm-hmm. you know how they used to make you feel valued, like how your money used to go far. They used to make games artificially a pain in the ass and obtuse. Oh yeah. Back in the NES right. Super Nintendo days, it was like, what the fuck am I doing? Now, mm-hmm. as grown-ass humans, I uh, let me just say, most people, not me, because I'm still a goddamn moron with N- Nintendo games, most people can beat Metal Gear in like two hours. <laughs> right. I'm a complete doofus moron, and I put like 15 hours, and I, couldn't do, I, I still couldn't beat it because I'm an idiot. I'm a moron. Mm-hmm. It's just what I am. But that's how they got you. They made it esoteric enough that you put in a, a ton of hours. But really, are you really getting 15 hours out of that game? Not really. Or they they bought they they borrowed a lot of the arcade mentality exactly. in the early days. Exactly. Like, let's make it difficult so you keep playing over and over again. Yeah. And they all there's also artificial ways. Like let's put 80 side quests, but and they're all fetch quests. Or you have to level up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shit like Achievements. that. So yeah, there's a lot of different takes here, but I think I will I will gladly pay an exorbitant amount of money for a game that's of top quality mm-hmm. that will stay with me mm-hmm. long after the credits roll. You're right. Over a game like a Call of Duty where you want to play specifically for multiplayer and you play that Every single night with your friends, you can't put a price on, you know, quality right. time with the friends, though. So there's that. So there goes my entire argument. So good night. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna bring us down. But I do want to yeah. say there is one thing in, in the chat that I want I want to go over mm-hmm. here. Sure. And it's a sentence that I never thought I would want to like tear apart. Oh, oh do more it. in my life. Oh my god. CTO the so, bro in our chat. I'm so I'm so excited. Is he buying calculator? Who is no? <laughs> who is? I know just finishing high school but by the way congratulations again to cto who's not only just finishing high school but is starting college as a junior because he's a fucking brilliant person big brain wow. we have a big brain so congratulations again on, on the air for shit, that dude that's awesome but he says in here i remember when a new game was twenty dollars no when? you fucking don't <laughs> you when remember you remember mommy and daddy only spending $20 on some bullshit SpongeBob game. That's what you remember. Because you were a child. You just graduated high school. You don't even remember when the tower stood. You baby. Oh you baby. You, <laughs> I promise you, you have never seen a brand new video game, AAA video game, <laughs> come out for $20. Yeah, and I if it did, know. it was purposefully done that what, way to to cause problems. What discount bin they pulled that shit? <laughs> yeah, out I don't know. Like I don't know what ninety nine cent store your parents are buying your video games at, getting yeah. your FMV fucking Some Hannah Montana down. shit. But guess what? Some homie? horse adventures crap. <laughs> guess what, bro? We weren't playing that Barbie's house painting game. Okay. Let me tell you. Yes, Mikey Kirsch. Yes, NES games I, were eighty dollars. One of the few <laughs> games I bought as a child. Sixty-four games were like sixty to eighty dollars. Eighty dollars. Yo Noid, the Yo Noid uh-huh. game, shit game, was seventy dollars when it came out. Yeah. Uh huh. Pepsi Man, Pepsi Man. Unless you got it for free, which was possible, See, you you paid game. fifty dollars for that game, that is which is like a hundred and twelve dollars in today money. Every penny. It's crazy, I ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> this has been a fantastic show, Nano. Has been. Hi. Where can everybody follow all of your fun stuff? Don't be a stranger. 
I'd love to come back. Um, you can find me on Twitter at the nanobiologist on TikTok at the nanobiologist on Twitch at the nanobiologist. And I am the scientific journal of gaming on YouTube where all my shorts, like if you don't want to be on TikTok like miss envy, I also post everything on YouTube as well mm-hmm. for the shorts crowd. I, I consume most of your stuff on, on the YouTube I actually subscribed from, from our channel today oh, on your channel. You. It's criminal. It's criminal that more people aren't, consuming your I, i'm telling you it's it's top notch it's top notch quality content so don't be a fucking fool go over yeah, there and give him some that's value that's value that's value that's value it's also yeah, you know, asking free, for money but it's but value do. nonetheless we do we do <laughs> uh folks if you want to follow us on social media on twitter we are at dual underscore screens on uh instagram we were at dual screens i'm at batch 27 andy's at pants guy taylor is at it's perjure and nano just went over all that other fun stuff if you want to join our facebook group facebook.com slash groups slash ds podcasts where the question of the week gets posted every single week where you could become become a part of the conversation don't forget to follow us on twitch twitch.tv slash dual screen streams and giving us a sub over on youtube youtube.com slash dual screens t b andy we have a huge 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 show this friday i'm excited about this one now can I talk about it can you talk about it for a second mm-hmm. did you know that we had two shows about returnal on the dual screens podcast i did not we oh, interviewed we interviewed were they the, the same show you just reposted it no no <laughs> no this is wait we interviewed the face <laughs> of Celine and Returnal. Oh, that's cool. Then we interviewed the voice of Celine and Returnal. And this Friday, we got them both on the show. And we are speaking to both of them and they are essentially meeting each other for the first time on our show. Ooh, that's going to be cool. And they talk about their incredible experience of seeing either hearing their voice and seeing somebody else's face or seeing their face and hearing somebody else's voice and it's one of the best shows I think we've ever done. It was a good show. I can't wait. It was a really good show. It's a fantastic show. And it's up right now on Patreon, patreon.com slash NDS podcast uh, at the $3 tier. You get early access. Um, whenever we record a show early enough, you get it as soon as it's done being edited, usually on Mondays. Um, and of course, the show will post on the same feed in its full form on Friday. So every Friday we have the dual screens podcast and it's also going to go up on the YouTube channel at the same time as well. So thank you so much for listening folks. Thank you for the chat being here. Thank you listeners. Thank you viewers. Thank you, Andy. Thank you, Nano. And as always, be excellent to each other.